It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in third and final hour of the program here on Tuesday. Room for you at 508-996-0500 or via app chat on the WBSM app or via open line voicemails on the WBSM app chat. Uh, Whaling City Wench in New Bedford sent in an app chat message. I played garbage. I'm only happy when it rains uh, in the last hour. And I mean, I I do like rain. I get pretty happy when it rains. Uh, But she says, fun fact... Shirley Manson of Garbage was on Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. So was the actor who plays Mayhem on the insurance commercials. Yes, she had a, a role as, uh, I believe she was one of the leaders of uh, Cyberdyne in, in the Sarah Connor Chronicles TV show, which was actually pretty good. And you really can't find it anymore anywhere. And it's they've kind of retconned it out of the Terminator uh, canon. But it, it was a great show for the time. Really good. And she was good on it, too. And uh, the actor who plays Mayhem in those commercials, uh, it's actually, he has been in a lot of different things. He was on Rescue Me with Dennis Leary. Uh, He was in Oz. And his brother is also an actor. And his brother was also on Oz. And in fact, one of the Mayhem commercials, uh, the the Mayhem guy is talking to a guy with, like, blonde hair. Um, That's... That's his brother. That's his real life brother. So, and I wish I could remember the actor's names. I could look it up, but I wasn't planning that far ahead. Uh, but uh, certainly, I'm one of those geeks when it comes to commercials and especially like voiceovers. Now, obviously, if somebody's in a commercial, like you can see who it is, and you're like, oh, that's that person. But I, I actually like get really nerdy about hearing the voiceovers and saying, oh, I know who that is. And then I like tell people and they're like, why you're the only person that cares. Like we have a PSA that runs here on WBSM where it talks about, you know, in the in the seventies how they used to have a cigarette after every meal. And I'm like, Oh, that's Jane Lynch reading that PSA. And everybody's like, Who cares? Why why are you like this? I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know why I have to point out every time I hear our voice guy, Pete Gustin, and something. I have to tell people, that's Pete Gustin. That's the WBSM voice guy. Even though he's probably, you know, far better known as the voice of Fox News. Uh, some of the programming on regular Fox. Movie trailers. But I'm always like, that's our voice guy. So, anyway. 508-996-0500. Nerdy. I know. Speaking of nerdy things, this caught my eye, and I thought that it might interest you as well. If you remember, a few years ago, the HGTV network purchased the Brady Bunch house for $3.5 million. It's in North Hollywood, California. They purchased it for $3.5 million in 2018, created a TV series, 
where they were going to be renovating the house because the exterior, this was used for the exteriors of the, of the Brady house. The interiors were filmed on a soundstage, so it doesn't look anything like the Brady Bunch house on the inside. So the idea of this TV series was that they were going to be partnering with the Brady kids and refurbishing the inside of this house to look like the Brady Bunch house. And now HGTV is selling that home. They put it at, they they put it on the market last May. It actually sold. But it sold for Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you what it sold for in just a moment. Right now we have a caller on the line. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hello. Hey Tim, what's going on? How you doing? Not bad. I actually had a question for you. Sure. So one of the the guys on that the guy that does your voiceover. Mm-hmm. Or I hear him more more often than not on Barry's show. Uh when he talks about the 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 First Amendment rights and you know, WBSM First Amendment. That that guy that does that voiceover. He also sounds familiar as the guy who does an intro to AMC theaters when you go see a movie. I was just wondering if it was the same guy. It probably is. I don't I don't know. Um I haven't. I mean, I went to AMC recently, but I don't. I don't remember if I heard his voice in it. But he does a lot of stuff with movies, so I wouldn't be surprised. He's one of the top voice guys in the world. Uh, his name's Pete Gustin. He actually got his start doing stuff on Weei in Boston. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he was the guy that used to do all the little funny bits and all that kind of stuff. They used to call them Pete's bits. He used to put them on a website, and um, and he's become one of the top voice artists in the really? world. And what's really interesting about him too is that he's he's actually legally blind. No kidding. Yeah, so he, he no can't kidding. even read the copy that we send to him to record for us. He has a yeah. reader that reads it to him, and then he memorizes it and then goes and repeats it in the booth. It's amazing. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I just actually I just went to the movie a little while ago, uh, earlier this week, and uh, I heard it, and then I was like, huh, that guy sounds familiar. And, and it literally sounds exactly it's like that really deep, like very deep, vibrating voice. I was like, that guy sounds like the guy that does uh, a voiceover for Barry's show. I was like, well, I, I listen to WBSM way too much. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, yeah, I bet I, you I, it was him though. Yeah, that, it was, yeah, it was identical. Yeah, I just figured now that you brought up the voiceover, I figured you'd know. So you're probably right. All right. Well, thanks. Next time I, I go to the movies, I'll make sure I get there early. Thank you. Yeah. Later. And uh, so, yeah, Pete, Pete Gustin is, uh, is one of the top voice people. You hear him a lot. In you know, you might not realize that it's him all the time um, because he does have some different inflections and some different tones to his voice. He can do a lot of different stuff. Uh, with us, he has more of his, you know, his serious voice, but he also has a very recognizable, you know, kind of fun, laid back voice too for some things. Uh, so when, once you hear the, and if you go to his website, PeteGustin.com, G U S T I N, you know, you can hear some more samples of his work. And also, we had him on my old 9 a.m. program. Uh, because he ran into an incident last year where he went into, you know, he works out every day. He surfs, even though he's blind. He actually has a, a website, too, and a, and a YouTube channel called Blind Surfer. Uh, but he surfs, and he's, you know, a, 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 a gym rat. He works out every day, and he was at the gym, and a woman accused him of staring at her. Because he's just looking off in one direction because he, he can't see anything. He's blind. So he was just staring off into space and just happened to be like in her direction. And so she kind of confronted him about, you know, staring at him. 
And when he explained to her that he was blind, he can't see, she was like, I don't care. You're still staring at me. And like, and it just turned into like this funny thing. And uh, it ended up going crazy on TikTok. So he came on and kind of gave us the background of that and gave us a little bit about how, how it is that he works and all of that. So you can catch that in the Tim Weisberg Show podcast. All right, uh, let's uh, take another call here. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Reverend. Hello. How are you? How you been? Good. Well, well I called to chime in. I had my three-month appointment, you know, when you go every three months to the doctor, mm-hmm. blood work and all that. So while I was in the waiting area, I was speaking to a woman, and we were talking about weight loss. She is on the same thing, the Manjaro, is it, you're on? Yes. Yeah, she's been taking that. She's on her third month, 47 pounds. Wow. And she's telling me she's not hungry at all, not at all. Mm-hmm. So she has no side effects whatsoever. So I haven't really heard anything negative about it. I have, like I said, a friend that's on the Ozempic. She's got a problem mainly only... She can't afford the shot. She's not covered. She's been paying, but she's having a hard time, you know, for money. And she doesn't want to stop because she's been doing well, too, on that one. They do have on the website for these for these um, medications, they do have a reimbursement program that if you hit the right financial qualifications, if you submit the paperwork to this, what they do is they, they make you put up the money for the first for the first payment, but then what they do is they reimburse you so that you get it back each time so that you're just using that same investment each time. And then also, uh, I, I know Munjaro has a thing on their website where you can get a month's worth of doses for $25 through them. Well, she's uh, actually thinking of a second, a, a little second job to help it out because uh, she doesn't want to stop it now. She's, she's full force. I mean, when you see results, come on, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and with no side effects. So uh, I've been hearing nothing but good things about it. But anyway, you know, I'm doing a different thing. You know what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. so when I got there, now it's been three months since my last appointment. So I've lost seven pounds, but that took three months for the seven. But I don't mind losing it slow because I'm so used to what I'm doing that I know I'm not going to go back. I'm going to continue what I'm doing. You know, right. everybody's got their own thing going, and I'm so used to it. I'm not hungry, and, I, and it's, there's no drug involved. It's just a diet, you know. So everybody does their own thing. The point is, at the end of it all, you know, that's where you have to be careful. You have to continue eating the way you've been eating because you can't take this forever, and you're paying for it. So how long do you think you can continue to pay? You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think she told me she only has another 40, 44 or 45 pounds to go, and she's going to reach her goal. I felt happy for her. She showed these pictures of before she lost the 47 pounds. And you can see that difference even in her face. Mm-hmm. She, it's working fast, but that stuff is working pretty quick. And it's and the, I think that's the main draw. People see that that's quick until they, they're going for it. And I think the quickness helps because the more you can take, the, you know, if you can take that 40, 50 pounds off quickly, that gets you into the gym and, and feeling like it's actually yeah. worth going every day. That gets you eating yeah. better. You know, so it, it, actually, it actually helps you maintain it after you stop taking the medication she feels great and she says she's way more active now she's thinking of getting a bike (laughs) i said okay go for it Mm -hmm. i've been riding mine around i'm not at the bike level but you know i I do a lot of walking my thing is the walking i'll never stop walking no matter what you know no matter what for for me i'm just you know this this having the surgery and you know not going into the gym i've never been somebody that's like oh i miss going to the gym but the the last week i've been like man i really miss going to the gym yeah 
Oh, let me ask you, when you were in the hospital, how long were you in the hospital? Uh, I was only in the hospital for just a little over a day. Okay, so then I, I, what did they give you to eat? <laughs> um, I, I ate the first night. I had some um, American chop suey because they suggested I have some carbs. And then mm. the next morning they brought me scrambled eggs, but I didn't, I didn't eat those. And then I, I left before lunch. And how come you didn't want the eggs? I, I I was no I was going through um I was having uh trouble going urinating so uh, uh, I was uh, I was in a lot of pain. So they straightened that all out? Yep, yep, they sent me home with uh I had a new girlfriend named Kathy for a few days that I had to bring with me everywhere. And then oh, yeah. uh <laughs> they they took they took that out last Thursday. So now yeah. now everything's better. Yeah, that sucks, but hey, you came through it. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. So now uh, they give you but it does your diet for your program go along with with uh, not damaging the problem you had, causing that problem again? Are you off whatever caused it? Yeah, well, what, what it was was they said that I just haven't been drinking enough water and oh. that this goes back even before I started the, the, the diet program. I've, I've you know, kept myself too dehydrated for too long, so now I just yeah. have to be extra vigilant about it and, and not yeah. when, when I'm having a high-protein diet, just not having it be red meat all the time. Yeah, I did get a little dehydrated too. So and, I think I think uh, that was. Doctor said, "No, be careful with a lot of water because that dehydrates you more. They get, if you don't have a little sprinkle of salt in it or something, water goes right through you. So that's how I got dehydrated. I was drinking plain water, plain water, plain water, and pee and pee and pee, and, pee and my blood work came back, and she called and said you're a little dehydrated. So I said, oh, "Okay, I know what to do, and I'm all right now." And I was a little low on magnesium. So she told me what to take for a little while. They'll keep checking the blood. The thing is, never miss a blood appointment because that's going to tell you everything that's going on. Yep, absolutely. I'll never miss that. Yeah. Well, good luck with it because I'm hearing nothing but good things about it. All right. Well, thank you. And good luck with yours, right. too. Yep. Thank you. Have a good day. You as well. Let's uh, take another call here. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, hi, Tim. Uh, this is an interesting topic about, you know, you see these things on TV and they give you all the side effects. But the one that bothers me more is how they're able to advertise uh, stuff on TV. And I'll give you an example, like Prevagen. And you have these great little commercials where all my memories improved 100%. But if you go on and you do the research, you'll find Prevagen's one of them that there is no conclusive evidence that that helps in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. There's another one on that's got, I guess it's a vitamin-based thing, two different ones, and it's vegetable-based. And, and that's supposed to be wonderful for you. And I went on and, and I looked at that, too, and you go on the FDA site, and again it says there is no conclusive evidence that, that this has any positive effect on you, blah, 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 based on placebo. So I'm not, it's amazing that they're able to advertise this stuff and advertise it a lot, especially on TV, and yet there's no proof that any of these things work. Well, I think as long as they have that disclaimer in there, so it might be something they say in the commercial and the voiceover, it might be something they put on the screen, but they put that little disclaimer that says, you know, there's no known conclusive evidence that says that it does this, but you're right. You know, in a lot of cases, it can be that placebo, but that placebo can help people get over the hump. That placebo can make people... Um, be more vigilant about the things that they need to to be able to make those things happen. So it, it can work in that regard. Yeah, that's true. And the other thing is when they put up the disclaimer, it's it's so small and so fast. Mm -hmm. it, there's no way you're going to be able to read that in like three seconds. You know what I mean? It's just amazing to me because some of these things, especially like Prevagen, 
I know a ton of people that take it. And, and yet, you know, are they taking something that's just not even doing anything? Or is it a mind over matter thing, I guess is what I'm getting at. And, and some folks need that mind over matter. I think a lot of people that take these things, you know, they're, they're savvy enough to, to look into it and say, well, gee, it says here there's no conclusive proof that it does it. But other people have said that they've taken it and it's worked. So let's just try it and see what happens. And I think that yeah. that's what you get a lot of people is just saying, you know what, I've tried everything else. Let me try this. Yeah. But some of these things are pretty expensive, too. That's what I'm getting at. They're not cheap. Yeah. But anyway, it's just an interesting topic. I think the whole topic of, that you brought up this morning is very, very interesting. Well, thank you. Thank and you. Uh, we'll, we'll certainly keep dis discussing it. 508. Oh, thank you. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Morning. How you doing? Good. Um, Unjaro. Mm-hmm. Now, have they had enough studies to where they um, they find out, like, what it's like to come off of that drug? Yeah, I guess... Do you the weight back, or do you, you, know, do, do you maintain it on your own, or is there programs, you know what I mean? Like... That's what that's what I want to know. Yeah, I guess the big part, the big problem was for people that just stopped taking it as soon as they hit their goal, um, because they they hit their goal, and then what would happen is they thought that they were kind of ready to go back to eating the way that they did before because they had reached their goal. So they're like, well, I'm not going to gain that weight again anymore. I'm going to be careful. But then they would just fall right back into the trap. So what they've started suggesting is that people take it a little bit longer than um, than when they hit their goal weight. So maybe take an extra couple of months worth of doses. But then that will allow them to see what it's like to have that smaller appetite and to eat slower and to eat less while they're already at that goal weight. Because the problem is, well, the idea is that while you're on this, you should have adapted your lifestyle to what you're supposed to be doing. Not everybody who takes the medication does that. Some people just take the medication and they're happy with the weight loss they get naturally from it without putting in any extra work, without changing, you know, without eating less carbs, without exercising every day. And so they just depend on the drug to help lose the weight. And so those are the people that are going to kind of have a problem when they bounce back. People like me that are, you know, paying attention to the diet that they're supposed to pay attention to, our stomachs are actually shrinking back to a normal size stomach and don't, you know, don't need to be uh, engorged to feel full anymore. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of touched a little bit on last, you know, I, I think you kind of know, but I, I lost 71 pounds, you know, in over a course of a year. And um, it's, I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like, uh, I, I feel like I can feel my, if I eat something crappy, like fried food or something like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I, I feel like crap the next day when I wake up. Yeah. Like literally I feel like crap. Like I, my body hurts, you know what I mean? And, uh, and usually, usually if I'm eating fried food, I'm probably not going to the gym that night. I'm usually just kind of like, Hey, you know, take a night off from the gym. Let's order out. And that's it. But I really ever do that. But when I do do it, it's like I wake up the next morning and I'm hurt. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy the way your body, you train your body to eat the right way. And it's almost like you're, you know, you are, you're training your body to eat a certain way and you're losing weight and you're, 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 get, you're gaining muscle mass. And it's, you know, it's a whole different lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's crazy, but when, I, I can't, I, I can't walk well, good. I was going to say, when I went to, um, Michigan and I was stuck in the Detroit airport the only thing to eat for dinner was the only thing open was McDonald's and so I got a plain yeah. quarter pounder and I took the bun off and I just ate the meat and the next day I felt horrible like yeah, it you know what's you know what's crazy is that uh, 
uh, real, um, I went to the New Jersey on the New Jersey Turnpike, and I stopped and I grabbed a, you know, at the time I was I was you know not eating fast food, but I had no other choice to stop and get McDonald's, and I ended up getting a, a two cheeseburger meal. That two cheeseburger meal they have on the menu. Mm-hmm. But what I did was I told the lady I don't want the buns, and she gave it to me in that that you know the the platter that they that they served up like the pancakes, yep. sausage in. Mm-hmm. She gave me that, and she literally put you know the, the two cheeseburgers with you know pickles, mustard, ketchup, and onions on them, and without the bun. I thought it was great, you know what I mean. But like guys, like you said, the next one I woke up and I was like, holy crap, what the hell did I just eat? Yeah, you know. And I was like, wow. But hey, listen, I, I can't let you go without talking a little bit of politics with you. All right, I got about a minute, and then I got to take a break. So, what's on your mind? What did you What did you think about that, Joe Biden, at the G20 in, in Vietnam? Listen, I I think huh? I, I think even people who are Joe Biden supporters are are having trouble kind of defending. That is unreal, Tim. I mean, that is just unbelievable. In, in, in my eyes, I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm saying, this guy can't be serious. Like he. <laughs> He's, he's like, I, I'm just following, number one, when he said, I'm just following orders, I almost, I almost, I almost dropped on the floor laughing. I mean, sometimes okay, I, a- sometimes I hear him say things like that, and I wonder if he isn't trolling, you know? <laughs> no, I, I don't think he, I don't even think he knows what a troll is at his age. Oh, I'm okay, pretty I, sure he does. I don't know, Tim, I don't know, but by the, you know, when he said, and then he said, oh, I, I you know, I got to go to bed, I'm like, <laughs> I think you got to go, I think, you know, I'm like, holy crap. You know, and then when the lady cuts him off, I'm like, oh, yeah, something, something's going on with this guy. You know, mentally, something's going on with him. Either he stayed up way too late partying with, you know, Vietnam chicks or something. Or, you know, that's a, that's a pretty good amount of travel. Even on Air Force One, it's oh, not an easy God. flight. So, Yeah, no, I, I doubt it. I mean, I'm sure with all the meetings and everything else that he's got to attend, Jet, jet lag can be a real thing. I felt it just not yeah. even changing time zones, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, we, can, we can sit here and make all kinds of excuses for the president, but I just think it's his cognitivity level is not is not there. It's not there to be president. I'm sorry. Now, I'll leave you with that, Tim. All right. You have a good day. All right. Take care. Got to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the new dick. All right. It is- All of the investment was gone. Now, I'm sure the TV show made some money back for them. I'm sure the advertising sales made some money back for them. I'm sure they got some people to... Uh, subscribe to Discovery Plus to watch it. So they've made back some of the money, but I don't know if they made back the $1.9 million they spent on it and the $300,000 they, they came up on a shortfall for the sale of it. So this was a pretty pricey a, a pretty pricey thing to, for HGTV to do. The original listing price of five point five, they knew they probably weren't going to get that. They felt that they were probably going to get around $3.5 million for it. But part of the problem here is whoever's going to buy it isn't going to live in it. It's something for people that are going to use it as like an Airbnb rental. And because of the way that Airbnb rentals work, there's a lot of limitations. So that makes it a little bit less of a, an attractive investment. And then the other problem is there's no intellectual property rights associated with this. You don't own any part of the Brady Bunch name or licensing as part of buying this home. So you are limited in how you can advertise it. So you're going to have to put it up on Airbnb, not as Brady Bunch home, but maybe like 70s TV recreation home. And that's going to limit how many folks will actually find that listing and, and, and be attracted to that property. 
So it's already a little bit behind the eight ball. Now, whoever buys it could certainly reach out to whoever owns the rights to the Brady Bunch and try to negotiate for some licensing fees to be able to call it the Brady Bunch home like HGTV had to in order to have the Brady Bunch renovation program. They had to license the Brady Bunch name as part of it. So maybe whoever buys this home, if they had, you know, whoever bought this, if they had that $3 million to invest in it, maybe they wouldn't mind also paying the licensing fee to be able to utilize the name for it. But then it becomes whether or not they actually want to license the name for that kind of a use. But still, $1.9 million plus 300000 so that's what, $2.2 million? $2.2 million bath HGTV took on this project. Now, I'm granted they didn't expect there to be a global pandemic in the middle of this Brady Bunch renovation. But also, I, I think they might have overestimated what the reaction was going to be to this show. I forgot this show existed until I saw this article. I never watched a single minute of it. I don't watch anything on HGTV. But I certainly had no idea that this thing was still going on or how far they'd gotten along in the renovation. I want, Did they make Mike Brady's Den? Because that was the room that I always wanted on the Brady Bunch. I always thought to myself, why are the three boys and the three girls all sharing one bedroom. And then later, why are Greg and Marsha sharing the attic? That was just weird with just a, a, a sheet between them. When Mike has this whole den that he barely ever uses. They had two living rooms. You couldn't tell me that that, that room off the yard between the kitchen and the yard, that that couldn't have been somebody's bedroom. I mean, if you really needed a place for the kids to sleep, I think Alice had a room and an apartment. I seem to remember the kids going into Alice's room, but I seem to also remember seeing Alice's apartment. And even if she moved out later to move in with Sam, they still could have used her room for one of the kids. There just seemed like a lot of wasted square footage. For a guy who was an architect, you think he would have been able to utilize the space in his home a little bit better. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. even care that Maureen McCormick is like my mom's age, I'd still, I'd marry her in a second. Uh, but I couldn't talk about the Brady Bunch and not play that song. And actually, that's the that's the album version, so Peter doesn't have the voice cracks in it like he does on the show. you know. But uh, the Brady Bunch was quite the empire back there in the 70s. I'm sure they made more than the, the money that uh, HGTV is losing on the sale of that house. And of course, they also, they went from having the Brady Bunch 
TV show to having the animated series, which people forget, but it really did exist. And the Brady Bunch Variety Hour, which, you know, Eve Plum was smart enough to say, I'm not going to do this. That just seems cheesy. But then uh, Jerry Reichel, who was the quote-unquote fake Jan, uh, is somebody that I've gotten to know over the years. I had her on my old Saturday morning show. She's uh, she's into the paranormal. She's a paranormal investigator as well as, uh, you know, known as fake Jan. And going around the country to different conventions and things like that. So, you know, if you ever get the chance to meet her, she's she's a super person. A lot of those like 50s and 60s and 70s stars that are still out there on the convention circuit are really some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Uh, I, I, all of my friends agree that Butch Patrick is one of the nicest guys in the world. The, the guy who played Eddie Munster, one of the nicest people in the world. He was here in Fairhaven a few years ago at an event at the, uh, the Seaport Inn. So just one of the many examples of all these great stars. I'll be hanging out with some of them, some of the horror stars coming up this weekend. I'll let you know if there's any good gossip from any of them. When I come back on Monday, I'll say, well, got to meet Freddy Krueger. What a nice guy in real life. <laughs> Even though he plays a, a child murderer in movies, such a nice person, but that's what I've always heard. Uh, anyway, 508-996-0500. If uh, you want to call in and chime in in the final few moments coming up after this program, Chris and Marcus are here with South Coast Now. Marcus is back from his vacation. Looks well-rested. You well-rested, Marcus? Yes. He says yes. We'll, we'll see how he feels later on. And uh, they'll have a great program for you. Also want to let you know, too, about something very important that's happening tomorrow that might be hugely beneficial for your business. Because our goal here is to make sure that every business owner in this market knows that we do more than just radio. So you can join our free virtual seminar for business owners that are overwhelmed by digital advertising platforms. It's a lot of stuff to understand. We understand it and we can help you understand it. Whether you're a current Fund 107 or WBSM advertiser, or if you simply love learning, there's no risk in attending. It's a virtual event, so you can tune in from anywhere, even if you're out having lunch or, you know, maybe you're taking a day off tomorrow and you're out at the park or something. You can explore social platforms, including Meta, TikTok, AI, streaming TV, and email marketing. This seminar will cover it all. Digital advertising is accessible to everyone, and you can discover how the right strategy can benefit your small business. It's happening tomorrow from noon to 1. You can RSVP by sending us a message with your name and your email, and you'll receive the link to join in. And you can send that to info at WBSM.com. Then you'll learn all about the tools that can help you achieve your sales goals, including unprecedented insights into your business's consumer foot traffic and year-over-year -year market share data. So make sure you secure your spot for tomorrow, September 13th, from noon to 1 p.m. by sending us a message on social media or send us an email, info at wbsm.com, with all of your contact information, and we will send you that link to make sure that you can get into that seminar. All right, i got to take my final break of the morning back in just a few moments. All right, that's just about going to do it for me for today. Stay tuned. Marcus and Chris are here with South Coast Now. They've got a great program planned for you. Then we'll have Bill O'Reilly and then Barry Richard later on. And uh, if you are concerned about this storm, I know that a lot of the models have Hurricane Lee not coming anywhere near us or just glancing off of our coast. But if you are concerned about it, if you are worried about it, act now. If you've got a boat in the water that you want to get out, don't wait till Thursday or Friday. Take it out now. 
you know, it might be worth losing a weekend of boating uh, if it turns out that the storm does come here and it could have caused some damage. So I would recommend following along with us. Uh, keeping, We'll keep you up to date with everything going on between ourselves and our friends over at AB6, uh, ABC6's Weather Center. We'll make sure that you have all the latest information. But don't wait until the last minute. Don't not take things seriously if it looks like it might turn into something because look at what happened last night here we just have some flooding rains that come in that ended up you know thankfully not here but a little bit just to our west shutting down roads uh closing schools there were a lot of uh, after effects from just what was a regular rainstorm last night so if we do get hit with something a little bit more significant later on in the week you can only imagine the havoc that that will cause but that'll do it for me for today i hope everybody out there has a great day uh, 